Uh oh. We got we got guests in the building. Uh oh, we didn't finally got it. Y'all was waiting on this no. one. They was waiting on this one, ladies and gentlemen. What is good? It is your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. We'll call him Squad. We got Squad in the building. We got Squad in the building. Herb Howard is in the building. Y'all been calling for this live for a minute. Herb, what's good with you, baby? What's happening, man? How you feeling, man? How you Great, feeling, man? man? Glad to be here. Bro, Muzz been putting you, saying we need to link up for a podcast for a while now. I've been now. hearing that, man. I've been hearing that. I'm glad we got it done. Bro, I'm glad that we finally have it. Unfortunately, on this week, though. Hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, hey, we got uh, we also uh, dangerous game. We got Ringo in the producer chair, so uh, you already know what it is. Hey, that's dangerous. Ta- taking that's over, dangerous. For, taking over for Joe. Nothing back there. Joe yeah. will be on hey, your hey, 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 I'm not, I'm not kid. Hey, <laughs> kid, do be like, hey, what this button do? Hey, man, we got a lot to get into today, man. Uh, unfortunately, we got to turn the page. We have to literally look ahead at what this team is. I mean, we're going into week two now. We're preparing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. A lot of injuries to get into. Uh, well, not a lot, I guess, but just a major one. And there's a question mark on the guy that's supposed to be replacing them today after yeah. we got the injury report. So we'll jump into all that, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. It's the only channel to talk Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure you stay in tune with us, man. Stop playing. Let's jump straight into this, Herb. First off, how you doing, brother? Straight in the perm, man. I'm good, man. I'm, you know, rough, rough couple of days, you yeah. know what I'm saying, on the beat. Yeah. But uh, I'm feeling good. Like you say, they got to turn the page, so we might as well do the same. <laughs> hey, bro, it's, it's so <laughs> tough with the Packers behind us, you know what I mean? Right. But it, it's so tough because it's like. We all went into that game. First off, you was you was fresh to death uh, as always that. on that mug, man. I seen you walking down the hallway on the on the closeout <laughs> vid, basically just like this. Sucked. It, it wasn't good, man. It wasn't good. I got shout out shout out to my stylist Eric Nose, man. He tried to keep me fly on game day. Man. I see it. I see it, man. Uh, but it, it was. I mean, listen, what we saw versus the Packers was an absolute joke. But like we said, we got to turn the page. Let's start here. How big is this page? Because this is a lot to turn away from. I mean, like, you've seen the tape. I saw the tape yesterday. I, I left the tape feeling like we were 210% in a worse position than where we started, than where we thought we were starting the season at. And I don't even know if we're back to the end of the season last year. We were kind of like, okay, we've got this. If we just get talent, right. we're on the next level. I think that's the that's the thing, man. I think. You know, it could be a, it could be a small page. It could just be a you know a little notepad page, but it also could be like construction paper size because it just depends. I say that because I think the fix is relatively easy, but I don't know that they're going to make it right. So when I say that, you look back to last season and the Bears played a certain way. They played not to lose, and I think that made sense last season because there was so little talent on the team. So you just kind yeah. of let's just hang around, hang around, try to steal the game in the fourth quarter. I get it. You didn't want to play to lose. Um, you wanted to play not to lose last year. But this year, you got talent on the team. And so you need to be playing to win. And from the jump, they just didn't do that. On that very first drive, they go for it. They get to the 40-yard line, third and one, fourth and one. They choose to go for it. Not mad at that decision at all, right? You want to set the tone for the game. You want to try and get a score on your first possession of the season and steal some confidence in your offense. I get all of that. But if you're going to do that, right, you made the decision that you were going for it. Yeah. If fourth down came before third down. Yeah. To run a tight end sneak. And followed up with a quarterback sneak. All that tells me is you're afraid that if you pull this ball off the line of scrimmage and try to run a conventional handoff, you might lose yards. Yeah. And to me, that's playing scared. That's playing not to lose instead of playing to win. I think the defense did the same thing in terms of 
you know, constantly dropping seven as, as often as they could, sitting back playing coverage, not bringing any pressure. You you scared to get beat. You can't be scared to get beat. Go win. Like, bring it to him. Jordan Love, inexperienced quarterback, he ain't seen a whole lot in terms of live game action. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been throwing all kind of different exotic looks at that point, at that man, like, for real. Like, and they just didn't do it. So, to me, it like a team that was playing not to lose as opposed to a team that should have been playing to win. And, you know, that's last year's mentality. That's cool. This year, that, that's 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 egregious. I, I thought it was the craziest thing to me was the fact that, right, we're sitting here. And I don't know if the players were playing conservative. Justin did say, right, like, you know, I feel like I played a little bit conservative. But realistically, when you go through the tape, there's a couple of plays where I see downfield where I'm like, you got to hit that. Sure. Most of the stuff is intermediate stuff, and he ends up dumping it off. Maybe he dumps it off too quick. I can, okay, right? Like, I'm not absolving Justin of what we saw Sunday, but I'm not killing him like many people are. I think the biggest egregious part to me is that we're talking about the coaching staff coming in, play one, and going – we don't know if you can get this ball downfield. We don't know if – because Justin talked about that being the game plan, and that is the biggest problem that I saw with it on Sunday because your coaching – like, what'd you go get these weapons for? What'd you go get all these pieces exactly. for on both sides, defense, offense? Exactly. And I think if we're heading – as we talk about heading into Tampa, it's just like you got to take shots. You don't have a choice but to. And it, and even with even with the, the Tampa thing, right, it's like – you you know essentially um what essentially what their what their defense is gonna bring like they uh Carlton Davis is gonna move around they talked about they're gonna move DJ Moore around so yes ladies and gentlemen there will be DJ Moore double teams um it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 supposed to happen um that they, they also said that uh you know a, a couple other stats that I had ringed up uh last week the the interior for the uh the the Buccaneers only allowed a uh, two two point four that the the Vikings had seventeen rush attempts two point four yards a carry yeah so th- so they're obviously gonna have to get it done um th- through the air because we uh we've talked about it you've brought it up you got Vita Vea Kalaja Kansi uh Sha- Sha- Shaquille Bed is there the 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 D line already looked in midseason form yeah. and you know they're gonna have a spy on Justin De- Devin White's gonna be that guy all day so it's literally like you're you're going to have to try to take those shots because the uh those guys are gonna be ready um yeah and I, I'm I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what it's gonna be because the the defense already the defense for the Bucks already looks like they're in midseason form so I'm kind of I also iffy. think listen I also think the Vikings are trash. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, sure. I've been, I've, I said the Viking ceiling is seven. Now, granted, I thought the Bears would be better, but I understand on the Vikings issue, man. I, I here's the thing I just think I think that there will be a controlled chaos with it because, right, Justin Jefferson's already come out and said right. he's not signing in the season, right. so there's an after season conversation. Guess what? After the season, what you gonna do, pay Kirk? I don't want to do that. Hey, Kirk, so we gonna go with a rookie QB? Does Justin want to be a part of that? Kirk like he finessing the league out of M's, boy. Hey, bro, Kirk is a genius. He is a goat, okay, <laughs> Kirk is the goat of this whole hey, hey, contract hey, Kirk, negotiation. Kirk don't get bro, Kirk, especially the fact that he just he actually been healthy for all of it. He like, oh, franchise tag, let's do it. Franchise tag, let's do it again. Hey, it, it's just I just 
heading into Tampa now, of course, the front line is going to be the biggest problem. The offensive line was our biggest issue. I mean, I guess to start here, right, you, you've you been at practice. You've seen this stuff. Was Nate yeah. Davis there today at least? He was there. Active and stretching, right? I know they don't let y'all see everything, but was he out there? Nah, he was there. I think he was a full participant today. Uh, only uh, Kyler Gordon didn't participate. And then I know you teased that we're going to get to it, but Josh Blackwell was limited. Yeah. As was uh, somebody else was limited. Um, Dylan Cole, right? Yeah, Dylan, Dylan Cole. Cole was limited. Dylan Cole was yeah. limited as well. Yeah, I just I think that's the where are you at on preseason? Where are you at on the preseason being needed? I guess I should say because while football is back, I've said this many times on the show. Mm-hmm. Week one was terrible. There was a lot of bad football. Yeah, I think I think they've just kind of swapped out. Week four of the preseason for week one of the regular season. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, they still aren't quite ready to go in, in terms of really being in that in that midseason form. And so, I, I think it's relative. I think it's relative to each team. I don't, I don't think it's. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say there's a blanket philosophy that I would subscribe to. It just depends on where your team is at in the process of of becoming a contender. Yeah. So it's so yeah. weird because it's just like I don't know which. With, where do we cut it off at? Right. Like, hey, listen. The Bears should have played the three. Bear- the Blairs should have played three halves. Like each game, they should have played half, half, half. We are not good enough to be like, oh, we, we don't want to get nobody hurt. Well, have the team hurt anyway. And I, I think that's the main thing, right? Like, here's my issue with preseason philosophy, with what we saw on the field, of course, on Sunday. Biggest thing that I looked at the tape and took away from is the, is the hits principle dead? That's the question that I come asking hmm. because – hustle and intensity. I didn't see a lot of hustle. I didn't see a lot of intensity. I thought the defense played well in the first half. That second half, now it could be a conditioning issue as well, which would go back to the hustle part in in training camp because I don't know if if you saw what I saw, but to me in training camp this year, it was very different from training camp the year before. I feel like year before, like Muggs was literally running Mm -hmm. to the ball every Mm -hmm. play, next Mm -hmm. drill, run, run. This year it felt a little more lax. Felt like, oh, well, Justin got it a little bit more so he he can walk up to the line. Yeah, I think I think again when you talk about having this influx of talent, right? This influx of proven players. I just think it's a little bit of a different mentality with some of those guys versus the guys last year who was just happy to be on the NFL roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and so I think that when you have a team that that has you know such a lack of talent, those guys are they're gonna be they're gonna be try they're hard. They're gonna guys. hustle just they're gonna be try hard guys. Yeah. And so I think you know selling his philosophy. Plus, I do think that that coach uh, that that coaching staff. You know, holds them accountable, right? They don't really have a lot of wiggle room in terms of, you know, the expectation for you to run to the football and play through the echo, the whistle, and all of that kind of stuff. And so, I think for the most part, guys have bought into, it. and I think the newer guys will 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 continue to buy into it as well. Um, you know, that team last year, like I said, they didn't have the talent, but they played hard, man. They was in most of those. They games. did. And philosophically, you would think that, you know, a team with more talent with the same mentality should produce better results. I think here's the tough part though, right? Most of those guys aren't here. Those guys that you instilled that, okay, yeah, you no. got to go, you got to run, we got to make this play. You got a lot of them. Now, granted, yeah, it's not, because not, they weren't good. good enough to win. Yeah. Right. It's because <laughs> yeah. they weren't good, right? Like yeah. 100%. But like they, they're more willing to buy into that. If it, sure. I, don't, I don't know. I, I saw Sunday's tape, and, and I think the number one thing, and I talked with Lance Briggs about this on the Chicago Bears podcast. He said, I didn't see the defense hustling at all. Like I can sit here and critique your coverages and sure. stuff like that, but there's certain plays that are made up just by you playing hard. Yeah. And I didn't see that from that defense. And I think that I 
I didn't see that from either side. Heck, even the freaking right. We we always we keep going back to that first down play. Uh, I'm sorry, that fourth down play or the third down play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, like Khalil Herbert come up behind him and give him a little like yeah. touch push. Like, yeah. no, you're supposed to be like. Did we not learn there. from the freaking right. Get in there. Philadelphia Eagles? So I I just I don't know, man. What's what's the number one thing heading into next week uh, or this week coming? I should say that you're really looking at. As if y'all don't fix this, you're guaranteed to lose. I don't know, man. I, I just I put it on the coaching staff. Really, you talk about a team coming out flat week one. You've been preparing for this game theoretically all summer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and to come out flat, but also to just come out. When I was talking about the game plan earlier, I think that the players understand that too. So to them not having that juice is like they understood it was a conservative game plan. So you yeah. say, did they? Did the players play conservatively? Yeah, probably just because. The game plan was that way, right? And so you yeah. put it in that way. You're coaching it that way. You're like, hey, we want to protect this. We want to protect that. We want to protect this. None of this conversation, none, none about that game plan said, we're going to kick their ass. None of it. It was all like, don't get ours kicked. You know right. What I mean? that's, <laughs> that's what it seemed like. To and, me. Then you did. and then you yeah. did. And you're, and you're going to every time you try to play ball. Like 100%. That. So it, it, it just, you know, you got you to gotta change the mentality in terms of the game plan. Uh, I asked Justin about, you know, how much involvement he has in the game plan throughout the week in terms of what things they want to do and how much autonomy does he have to, you know, adjust things as they come in either through his headset or at the line of scrimmage. Um, and, you know, he said that he has some ability to, to change things as he sees fit, but he says, generally speaking, uh, I think he said, I'm not, I'm not just going to go to the line of scrimmage and, and change the play. I want to trust my OC. Uh, we run these players. We talk about these plays in certain situations. And so uh, I just think that the mentality needs to be different in terms of uh, the game planning, and what they expect to do, and I think that if they can do that, then they, they have a they have an opportunity to bounce back. I mean, we were going to overreact to 100%. this week one Packers game, no matter what it was. So if they lost, we're going to overreact, and it's doomsday, and they're going to go zero seventeen and get rid of Justin Fields and fire and fire Matty Rafflu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, we were going to overreact either way. If they had one, it'd be like, oh, they didn't took over the Super Bowl. They, they took the North, and they never given it back. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, either way, we was going to overreact to it. So I, I do think they got an opportunity two bounce back, but they have to change the mentality that they that they come into the game with. Yeah, I think uh I think it well even for this week coming in, right? I, I think when you talk about the Bucks, we already like told you guys about the Bucks uh interior. When you when you talk about them um through the air, uh Kirk Kirk had 344 yards uh last week. Now I'm not saying that Justin's gonna come out and do that, but the thing that you do see um when you look at the stats um, from their last game, uh, he was he was able to spread the ball around, and I think that's something that uh, they need to look at in, in terms of J- Justin Fields and Lou Getze because uh, Jed has had nine catches, Addison had four, Hawkinson had eight. I think I think that they need to go to the weapons that they talked about because what what is the purpose of going out and paying for these guys? Um, if you're if you're not gonna go, you if you're not gonna go, use them. And I I think that's the, I think that's the biggest point. But it's also the mentality because you have to understand that we didn't win many games as a team last year, so you really haven't earned anything. And you got to go out there and show them that you got some type of fighting. Hold on, DJ it? should get 15 targets a game, <laughs> bro. His, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, and I think here's here's my concern with one of the things that we heard from Justin today. Uh, and I talked about this on the pod as well. He basically said, I'm not going to force the football in there. Like if I like if he's down there and I see coverage over the top, I'm not going to force the football into him. 
he's gonna have coverage over the top on him all season. Yeah. He's DJ Moore. He's the top. 16 he's probably 16 top 16 wide receiver in the nfl 16. they're gonna double team mm -hmm. like you got at some point you have to get that joe burrow mentality and it's not to say take the risk but you got to have that hey he down there somewhere yeah and i just it sound justin speaks like a game manager mm -hmm. that is elite as a runner attitude reflect leadership so when I talk about you just the remember the Titans, yeah. <laughs> when I talk about the coaching staff, <laughs> attitude reflect leadership. Attitude. Captain, when you talk about the coaching staff having that same kind of mentality, you're going to see that from your quarterback and the rest of the team as well. You got to flip that. Like yeah. you got, you got to flip that. You got to have a mentality. Your your, your team gonna take on your personality. So yeah. if your if your personality is Mike Tomlin. Then your team gonna be like that. You know what I'm saying? I know they struggled last week, but that team is gonna always fight. They always gonna believe. You know yeah. what I mean? And I just think that that's the mentality they gotta do. <laughs> what, you, what you said, Rico? He said, eh. <laughs> "You you you can bet against the Steelers if you want, but I'm I'm not. I never, you never go. You ain't gonna catch me." I, and here's I, the thing, I need here's to the stop because they gonna wind up going 500. That's everybody. exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Even with Kenny Pickett as bad as he is, they will be 500. Yeah. Well, one game above right. or one game below. Right. So uh, I ain't betting against that, but. For real, DJ Moore, you got to give him the ball, right? You got you to throw him the ball 15 times a game. It, yeah. just, it just doesn't make sense. You threw the ball back-to-back -back plays. He made back-to-back -back plays. Two first downs in a row. Boom, boom. And then you don't throw him the ball anymore. That's crazy. And it, I think the part that irritates me the most is you didn't even throw him the – right? Okay, everybody – everyone's complaint is the screen game, right? Mm -hmm. What's the Bears' biggest touchdown for preseason? The screen game. <laughs> DJ Moore on the screen. Yeah. He just made magic happen. Yeah. How many times do we see DJ Moore get a screen target? And yeah. zero. <laughs> if, if, if I'm not mistaken, he was one of the league leaders in yards after. He's a yak monster. He's a, he's a yak monster. By the way, we still waiting for that cognac sponsor just on the pod. Yak. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by DJ Moore. <laughs> but no, nah, I just, I just like, I, I look at, I thought about this today because we, we were having a conversation in our uh, uh, text chain about, you know, coaches and different things like that. And the best coaches in the league, mm -hmm. we talk about as being elite as something. He's an elite def defensive mind. He's an elite offensive mind. He's yeah. an elite. We don't have that. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that that is, listen, <laughs> Jay Hood always say, he said, Flus will never see Arlington. Mm. I'm not wishing anything on any. I wish success on everybody. He said, Flus will never see Arlington. I wish success on this team. This is my team. I want to see him yeah, win. I want them to win. Like, right but, now. like, realistically, like, I want them to win this season. Like, I don't care. Get us to a point where if you don't see Arlington, I feel good moving forward. But, like, I can't say that Luke Getzey's an elite. Definitely not after this week. But even last year, I can't say that Luke Getzey's an elite play caller. I can say Brian Dable's an elite play caller because he turned crap into – Something that made the playoffs. Now, week one, you're a Giants fan. So. Week, week one. Week one. Everybody got to see Daniel Jones, wasn't it? But it's, <laughs> but it's like Brian Dabo's still an elite offensive mind. Yeah. Mike McDaniel's elite offensive mind. And I think that, like you said, right, attitude reflects leadership. I don't think we have anything elite in our leadership core, especially Alan Williams. No, nah, I think you got a lot of guys that's, that's, Except for Allen Williams, you got you got two guys that's in their first first this time in first this time role, doing the job. Right? Yeah. So guess he's the first time OC. Flus is the first time head coach. Uh, you know, Hightower is a veteran special teams coordinator, and Allen Williams has 
coordinated defenses before in this league. But I just again, I just I just think that when you talk about having a, a mentality that is less than let's go dominate, yeah, then it's hard to really manufacture that on Sundays. That has to be the mentality. Let's go out here and dominate. And and if you're not if you're not preaching that, if you're not instilling that in your guys, then the moment things don't go our way, then they start to mount because we start to believe, uh oh, that thing is happening again. It's yeah. eleven losses in a row. Yeah, right. It's been almost a calendar year since they beat the Patriots. Now, <laughs> the tough part is I've heard a lot of people say that the eleven losses in a row thing. It is a hundred percent factual. Hell yeah, it's factual. I was there <laughs> for everyone. Oh, I love. I walk. I walk. I walk into that dry locker room every time. Like, oh, here we go. But ten of those losses were on purpose. Ten of those losses are right. The win versus the Patriots. All of a sudden, it was like, "Hey, y'all don't do that no more." So when you talk about it being on purpose, that's a Ryan Pose on purpose. That's a Ryan Pose on purpose. That ain't the that ain't the forty five dudes on the field on purpose. I get you, but you know what I'm but the ten losses before that, the organization basically said, "Hey, he played pretty good. Let's get him out of here. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's okay. I like get him out of here. Yeah, right? Like they got, for sure. they got all of their mugs out of there." I can deal with those 10 because of the result that came from it. First overall pick, yeah. DJ Moore, I'm all cool. of that. I'm cool with the plan. I'm only mad about the one. Nah, see, what I'm, I'm only upset about the one. <laughs> I feel you. I was cool with the plan in terms yeah. of, you know, letting that season be what it was going to be and see what come from it. They got the number one pick and DJ Moore and all these picks, whatever. Like, I'm cool with that. But there is still a cumulative effect to not having tasted victory in a year. Yeah. Like, they still – like they still at some point you start to think like oh it's just gonna go it ain't gonna go our way when we yeah, take the yeah. field how can you believe you finna win when you ain't done it in a year like that, that, that they is, need this win that is true real 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 bad this week like i don't i must win and all that i don't there i don't think there i don't think there's a must win game on their schedule this year because that's just not where they are in the process yeah you know but, what i'm saying so i won't i won't use that term but they need this win real 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 bad because if they don't they're going to be 0-3, and now you're talking about 13 games in a row and over a calendar year since you didn't want a game, and it's like, mm. Mm. that's Yeah, no. I, and it, it, a mentality sets in. I always think of, uh, was it Kenny Smith? I think it was Kenny Smith he said when he got drafted um, to the NBA, and Bill Russell was his coach. He said, come sit with me. He was like, why? Why I got to sit with you? He said, because all them guys are losers. You want to be a loser, you go sit with them. But if you want to be a winner, come sit with me. That's real. You know what I mean? And there is something to be said about – see, it's tough because it's like there's something to be said about learning how to win, but I also know the Bears' history, mm-hmm. right? The Bears have had years where they learned how to win. The next year they won six games. Right. So it's like, yes, I agree, we need to learn how to win, but we also need to figure out – I think that it, it's almost a catch-22 because – it feels like your coaching staff was scared to put your players in a position, which then made your players less enthusiastic about what the game plan is. Because the game plan going into the week, as Justin Fields said, is screen passes and short up. throws. Don't mess it up. It's like, <laughs> nah, that 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 mentality absolutely starts to impact the way you feel and your yeah. confidence level. And so you can't be you can't approach it that way. You can't preach it that way. Is Luke calling a game though based on the the offensive talent we have? Or I should say the offensive line talent that we currently have. Yeah, I think he I think he is, right? But but you know, I think 
so all summer long, they, they get to lie to you, right? They get to say, oh, no, <laughs> we feel great about Lucas Patrick. We feel great about this. We feel great about that. This guy had a great day of practice. This guy had a great day of practice. He's right bro, where we want him to be. left, bro. I ain't never seen that before, bro. Right. <laughs> like, but when the game start, and the, when the game start and they count, now you can't lie no more. Yeah. Because I can see what you think now. Yeah. Right? I can see what you think about them by the fact that you get – Third and one, knowing you you got two downs to get one yard, and you was like, let's not even pull out the line of scrimmage. Let's go tight end sneak, quarterback sneak. I know for sure you all that stuff you said about how much you believe, you do not believe that, yeah. right? Because if you believe that, you look on your play sheet, you say, what is my favorite run? What's my yeah. best run on here? All right, run that. They stuff you on that, you can still come back to QB sneak on fourth. Yeah. But to run that twice tells me you had no faith in that offensive line's ability to move that defensive front. And it's apparent. And I, again, I think that also is something that impacts the way the players think on the field. Yeah. They know you don't believe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey. I mean, even even then, too, even even speaking to you guys' offensive line points, uh, just just last week again, going going into this Bucks week, Bucks last week, two sacks, nine QB hits. So yeah. – Oh, they gonna get, get after. I hey, said this. Get, hey, get, bro, I said this months they got, ago. They got, they got to figure something out. I said this months ago, legitimately. Oh, and they I said, said six, Baker six don't QB. play defense. Mm -hmm. Y'all worried about Baker Mayfield? Why? Like he's the like he's the end all be all on this sit right. Like oh well, Baker's on the team, so they gonna suck. The defensive line's still there. Nasty. JPP still there. Kalaja Kansi is an but, absolute ball. Shorty but, coming the ball early, bro. You know but, what I mean, like. There's no answers on this offensive line for that defensive line. Mm -hmm. And that's the most concerning part. And now, maybe with a week of practice, Nate Davis is better. But I, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't feel confident. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 but I, I, I think the, the point to that is like is, is, is what I keep saying. The, the, year, the year that the, the Steelers was going crazy, it was 15-1, and one, uh, go, go right into the playoffs. Like the the Browns was literally it was legit. Hey Baker, we got everything. Just don't mess this up. And I I legit think that's what this is. This, this is literally what this is. As long as he don't go in and mess it up, they they're gonna be fine. Which is which is kind of which is kind of what they proved. Oh, so, any yeah. quarterback in the so, league. So I any. mean, it's just but that that that's how, that's how they've been. That's how he when when they when he's been good or had success, it's literally been we're gonna throw it. 24, maybe 27 times. I don't know. That Browns defense looks still looks and and good. I, he, I, he I, I I just I just I just, I just need, <laughs> that I Browns just, de that Browns defense still looked pretty they, good. They, he wasn't I, very successful. I, there. I, I just I just need you not to mess it up. So. Matt Nagy should still be in jail for what he did to Justin Fields. Hey, don't worry, son. Casey, Casey, my hey, Casey might be turning on him. Here's the crazy thing, though, right? I knew they was gonna turn on him the first game. I ain't gonna lie to you. I wanted. I wanted Kansas City to win because Detroit lose division, all of that, bro. But I swear, when he got the 20 points, I was like, do it again. <laughs> so that we can just be validated on something this week. I know you were bad. You got the best quarterback in the world right now. Listen. Kadarius Tony, though. Baker Mayfield, Jordan Love, don't matter. Any quarterback in this league, any of them 32 starters in this league, 
You give him time to be comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. He's going to make throws. He's going to make completions. That's just what it is. Yeah. Any of them dudes got the arm talent to do it. If you don't put them under duress, if you don't show them some different looks that they haven't seen, you don't bring some exotic pressures, they get comfortable in that pocket, they will pick you apart. They, it's just That's what it is. And so that will happen if they allow Baker Mayfield to do it. It happened they allowed just Jordan Love to do it. That's just what he didn't play. He didn't like light the world on fire, none. He, he really just, didn't he did play what, great. He took what was there. He did what he's supposed to do. Y'all not gonna come <laughs> hit me. Fine, I'll sit back here and pat the ball, and then I'll throw. This I, I did say he had time to he had time to call his girl. Bro, he called his girl. He made He called his girl. Called his mama. Super chill. I asked her, asked her if they was going out tonight. She said, yeah. He was like, all right, I'll be down in the field. Right, hold on. I got to make this pass down field real quick. I fumbled it right before this, right. too. So now I got to make this pass for 40 yards. It's, it's not cool. It, Everyone's got to dial up something. Man. And I think that's the part right where what does irritate me about, and we saw the JTO Sullivan breaking down Justin Fields, basically eviscerating Luke Getzey, all of that. What you don't get to see is the defensive side of that. A lot of people are only looking at the offensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. Biggest problem for me is – I don't care who you are. We gave up 38 points. Right. We gave up 38 points to Jordan Love, and we gave up 28 of it in the second half. 31. Justin gave him another seven. <laughs> That's true. I give you that. <laughs> I mean, he threw a pick six. That's true. You know I, mean? I give you that. He threw the pick six. I was, I was, I'm, I'm, it, it, was it you that asked? Somebody asked him about that play. Did he say he saw cover zero? Uh, I didn't ask him that. I might have came in late to that. I thought he said he saw cover zero on that. I and thought I, I thought he sure. said I thought he said cover. No, I think he said I, I thought it was time. cover zero, and I'm pretty sure he was talking about that play. And that was the one I wished when I got the tape. I went straight to the pick, and I was like, "What did you see on this that said this might be cover zero?" I got to pull up the press conference. I don't remember exactly what he said, but, but um, it, listen, offensively, defensively. They get the irony of, of the of this whole situation is as bad as the game plan was last week, and I think it was absolutely terrible. Yeah. And and a large part of the reason why they lost, that game plan may be better suited for this, this week. week. It's a very different defense you're playing. Ty Bowles is gonna dial up some pressures. Yeah. And if you can catch him on some of these screens, you can catch him with that on some of these screens, dump the ball behind some of these pressures. There may be some big plays to be had. That game plan last week, maybe he got his weeks mixed up. Maybe he like brought the wrong. <laughs> Maybe he brought the wrong place. I said sheet. he was doing it for last year's Packers yeah, team. Yeah, like maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe he, he got it mixed up. Like, oh, I brought the Tampa Bay play card instead of the Green Bay one. Like, I, I don't know. But that, that game plan may actually be better suited for this week, although I don't want to see it again because I was just so frustrated from seeing it last week. Yeah. But just understanding, you know, what Todd Bowles is going, is going to do to you defensively, uh, you know, you got to find ways to kind of combat that, to kind of slow some of that stuff down, get those guys thinking, get their eyes moving a little bit. And so, you know, some of the motions and some of the misdirections and screenplays might be uh, the way to do it. I think I think the issue here's where do you put, after watching the tape, the blame on, right? Because while the system looked bad, while the amount of screen passes you called looked bad, and I think it was a horrible plan. The execution to me is the biggest issue. Mm -hmm. And we get to, of course, we got to ask about the Chase Claypool meter here. Yeah. Because the at, the Darnell Mooney screen, yeah. when you see the blocking down, would have worked. Yeah. If he makes one block on a dude that is half his size, it literally would have worked. Try to get Moon decapitated on that. And you know what I mean? Where's the Claypool meter? And do you feel like the effort of players is a reason why we saw what we saw as well? So the Chase Claypool meter is not 
good. <laughs> we, um, we we down to ten percent. <laughs> it, 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 it was it was something that it was something that I tracked, you know, throughout the entire summer. Every every day at training camp, uh, I would you know adjust the clay the Chase Claypool meter yeah. based on my belief in that he would be a major contributor to this offense. And it started right around 51%. Started the summer at 51%. That's why I was out. <laughs> just over half. Just, just, I just wanted just to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, I want to be more positive than negative. We're going to start at 51. Yeah. And I think it peaked at 73. He stacked 10 practices in a row where he was he a full participant. Nice days, yeah. He had some good days. And it, it got to 73. And, you know, he started to feel himself. He had the BoJack fight. He had the, the Tyreek Stevenson little shouting match. And... That's the day he hurt himself. That's the day he pulled the hammer. Right. Yeah. And then he went straight down and we didn't see him. So the Chase Claypool meter just kept dropping, dropping, dropping. And people were like, yo, you you being mean to him or you picking on him. I'm not, I'm not being mean to him. You just don't want him to do good. Yes, I do. I want him to do real, real good. This offense yeah. needs him to be who they hope he can be. Yeah. But I'm just evaluating what I'm seeing. And so it dropped down to like 60 or something by the time the season started. And I was just I was just leaving it there. It was what what I thought coming into the season. But you know, if y'all want me to keep it going, we can keep it going. But I after that, after week one, it was already at like 60 be coming in. So now it's probably I mean, back at 51. Just I want to hope again. Back, <laughs> back, back at 51, even though he almost had uh money uh decapitated. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a nine point drop. That's a nine he point clicked. dip. Oh, he's not gonna put it at zero. You nah, know what nah, I mean? Nah. Like I mean, I, zero I, means I, you I, gave I, up. I, yeah, I, I, you I gave up. I don't, zero, I don't, I don't I believe mean, that. It's done yet. I still want to hold out hope. So I'll say the Chase Claypool meter right now is at fifty-one. It's so weird because it's like Claypool. First off, I was big on Claypool when we brought him in. I was excited when we brought him in. I was like, y'all left him there to die. I, I, I don't like not having effort. Let me address something right. Hold here. on, hold on. T three P. Cannon cam right here. There you go. Sixty because of injuries, right? I'm glad <laughs> you said that okay. because a lot of people will say that when I like you picking on how you going how you gonna dock him because he's hurt because that's the issue. Mike, that's my that's my biggest concern with him. Yeah. Are you going mm -hmm. to be available? Yeah. Right. And so that's why, again, the Chase Claypool meter was based on my belief that he would be a major contributor in this offense. You cannot do that on the training table. Yeah. So injuries absolutely factor into this conversation. So when he was not a full participant in practice, mm -hmm. when he was missing consecutive days, absolutely. I'll drop him two percentage points every one of those days. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, listen, right. your yeah, best ability is availability. That's what people miss. Fair. It's like, yeah. listen, I love like to make a, a bull's reference to it because we've seen a ton of injuries on that side. All right. Listen, I loved Larry Marketing. I literally said Larry Marketing could be one of the most dominant power forwards in the NBA mm -hmm. if he can stay healthy. The day I said that, Larry was backing people down, knocking them out the way, turn around, jumper, cashing. He dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. He couldn't stay on the court. Guess what? He's killing right now. You want to know why? He played 70 games hey, last hey, year. Hey, All-star market. Hey, to be, to be more specific, just to give it a little context, right? Pat would always say, man, he needs to drive to the basket. He needs to drive to the basket. Why? He needs well, to, need to dunk on somebody. <laughs> He drove straight to the basket. I think he popped his shoulder. He popped like, his shoulder. I was, like, all right. I was, I was, I was like, all right. I said, I said, just go to the basket. But I did the same thing with Clint. Like, I love Chase's attitude. And I think the problem is Chase was the fire. Yeah. They need Chase to was the heart on this team. And offensively, I should say. And all of a sudden, that heart is now gone because he's not. A, I mean, Chase was throwing it. I call them bands, right? You, you're a little bit. And you, yeah. and, you know what I mean? And, like, and, I was and, like, hey, yo, I was like, can you call your team right now? Like, it was, it was Craig. That was no, right in front of us. Bro, it was right in front that of us. That was right in front of us. That day, it's like, yo, this <laughs> yo, crazy, yo, I swear, it happened right in front of us. Me and Herb looked at each other like, 
Oh, they finna fight. He out here. He out here. Wow. Hey, you got You got to run one on that one, bro. He out here. Wilding. I don't know. It's hey, and then and then uh, somebody times. somebody asked Eddie about right. It's very different times, bro. I was like, yeah. I was like, you you say that? Well, I grew times, up. We bro. we swinging, bro. But uh, I don't know. Shout out to the super chat from Tana. Tana said Pat made a stream to get Claypool and Pat's twin brother R. Poles took advice the following day. Chase is letting us both down. I swear. I swear. We traded for him the next day. I said. In the clip, too, I said DJ Moore is great, but it's unrealistic. Y'all left Chase Claypool in Pittsburgh to die with dead arm Ben, no money Mitch, and Kenny throw a pick. No money Mitch. Hey, listen, I was, I'm was i right on all three quarterbacks. Pickett. That's hilarious. I'm right on all three quarterbacks. Right. They all, at that point, right, his best season is with Ben the last year. He was good. Yeah. The next season, Ben has no arm. Yeah. They bring in Mitch and then Kenny Pickett, and they both were trash, right? No bueno. But – I mean, listen, I, I thought he would come with – and I think he is. The conversation on the immaturity and the issues that – you're starting to see those more because we're seeing him more now where it's like he looked like he was pouting on the field. Mm -hmm. That I can't deal with. Yeah, he's emotionally unstable. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. <laughs> I'm like, calling y'all emotional <laughs> creatures. <laughs> right, right, right. right. I ain't gonna say the B word. Yeah, exactly, I'm gonna say yeah, unstable exactly, creature. Exactly, yeah. I gonna, I'm calling y'all the emotional creature. Like, like for real, he's he's emotionally unstable. Hey. And when when you are that way, then when things don't go your way, it affects your output. It like, affects you know you're your output. Go viral yeah. for that, right? Yeah. I'm dead. No, I'm for real, I, bro. I, I, like, I'm like, with like, you. I'm with like, you. He just, that's just what he is. And so he'll be cool and then he'll be turned up and then he'll be happy and then he'll be sad. And yeah. that's fine if you want to, but as, if, as long as it, it doesn't affect your affect play, your play yeah. right? If it, if it doesn't affect your effort and your output, then cool. But if it does and you, you can see it, yeah. you can see it from the sideline, from the press box, from the bleachers on TV, you can see it. And it's like, all right, here you go. It was, it was crazy because Justin misses him on the deep route. Right. He he takes the terrible double move, but double move. He's big enough to get it. Justin doesn't take the shot. Should have taken the shot. It's on Justin Fields. He should have took the shot. Right. Misses him. Hits the underneath route. Boom. I right, we move the chains forward. But after that, that was the end of him running hard. Yeah. It was the funniest thing in the world, too, because like, and you this is when you know, I always say you can tell when people aren't running hard, not by like the little the screen pass didn't do it for me. When he ran the little slant. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Roshan runs over Rudy Ford. Right before Ooh. that, you just see somebody go flying left. Ooh. It looked like a video game character. I swear it did. It looked Ooh. like somebody glitched it in. It was Chase Claypool getting hit and dying. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, he's just out there. He's he's existing in the offense right now. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, man, because he he could really help this team. He could oh, be a so major good. contributor. So, you see him, he looks like a person you want to throw the ball to. Yeah. He's six four, he's 230, 235. He still got four, 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 five speed. Like, bro. bro, you should be a dog. You should be a huge weapon on this offense. Now, whether you get frustrated when it don't come your way, whether it should come your way more or not, you got to stay in it, bro. You got to stay in it. And every wide receiver get frustrated when the ball don't come their way. That's who they are. You know what you do? Hey, Justin, I was open. Justin gonna say, "All right, cool. my bad. Hey, Let's go. Hey, Next hey, go get open go. again. Hey, right? He, he got him. He got hit him with that uh, D, D Hop to Kyler Murray. What, what what was you seeing on that? I was up. <laughs> what did you right? Hey, <laughs> hey, that's one of the greatest nah, clips of all time. What but, do you see? <laughs> I I, I, th I think a, I think a bigger point too is though 
even with it, it's like everybody because I, I obviously like I, I hear the Chicago Bears podcast. You've had numerous people on. They sing Chase Claypool's praises all the time. He's a physical specimen. Nobody can stop him. This, Tyler this, Scott this, and this. And, and, like, everybody keeps giving him chances. And it's like, yo, when 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 are you going to show up? Yeah. When, when, when are you going to show up? That that person that you said, okay, died in Pittsburgh, but you had that good season when when, when Ben had that ounce of good arm left. We need, we need that dude to show up. People rarely resurrect themselves post Pittsburgh. And I was we talking about it before the show. And I anytime the Pittsburgh Steelers cast off young talent, them or the Patriots, it's a huge red flag to me. Yeah. Those are two organizations where I don't believe they couldn't unlock something that the Bears can unlock. And so you tried it with Nikhil Harry, you're trying it with Chase Claypool. Those two franchises don't really do that, right? Yeah. Very few examples that you can find from either of them doing that. And so for me, it's just always a big red flag. For Mike Tomlin to be like, listen, a, a, I know he's the physical specimen, but we I'm sick of it. Hey, listen, Bill did let go of a, a Super Bowl champion. Who? <laughs> Tom Brady. Technically, he got a point because he played I, with the Steelers, and, and when he got to the patch, he only played a game. And I said good young talent. Oh, well, that's true. All right, all right. You said young. He said yeah. Young. Good, good. They don't get rid of them dudes early like that. Like, man, no. They don't really cast it off. Like, they gave Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool back for a refund. Like, just give us what, just give us our second round pick back. We don't even care. Like, whatever. Y'all can take it back. We don't want it. I asked this question yesterday on the pod. If he continues to play like that, not where we at now, but I mean, if we see this again in week two. What do you do to set the standard of the hits principle? Because he exhibited like if there's loafs for anybody that day, he gotta have most of them. Nate Davis is right behind. Actually, Nate Davis might be ahead of him. Nate Davis is really, really bad. Managing people is a huge part of being a coach. Yeah, and it's a lot of different individuals. And I know you try to build this, you know, collective philosophy and collective standard, but you still got to do it on an individual level. And my concern with 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 benching him. It's what we just talked about. He's emotionally unstable, and I fear that if you do that, you're, you're he's you gotta be, he's gone forever. Yeah, you gotta cut. I fear if you do that, he's lost forever. And so, uh, I would like to say, hey, send him a message. Send a message to the whole locker room. Right? You want a receiver that can block? That was the game plan last week. EQ yeah. can block. You got him in street clothes, right? I'm confused by that. That's too. what he does. Was he was he hurt and we missed it? No, he was a healthy scratch. <laughs> just, I was like, I was thrown off by this. I'm like, why is nah, he, he was a healthy scratch? Velas was a healthy scratch. Yeah. And my thing is, both of those dudes for that game plan, what you looking for? Yeah. Right. Get get Velas the ball out on the edge in space. Yeah. I get it in terms of him running deep and tracking the ball and routes and all that. I never want to ever ever see him track a punt again in life. That's crazy, right? That experiment lasted way too long. He's huffing <laughs> so, that, but he's a, he's a good kick returner. And he's good if you get the ball to him quick in space. So if that was the game plan, we're going to run a lot of screens, then why is the dude probably best suited to do that for you other than DJ Moore on the bench? And why was the dude who's probably your best blocking wide receiver on the bench? That don't make sense. You know what I mean? You want to get a look at Tyler Scott? Cool. Later. Even, I mean, for me, even, again, back to the game plan, like Mercedes Lewis. He's he's this he's this monster blocker, right? Like that's really what we brought him here to do. Which is wild. That's really what we brought him here to do. We brought him here to be a blocker. We didn't bring him here to run plays. Shout out to Gary uh, 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 in the chat. He said, "Let's be honest. Darnell Wright is the only lineman with a future on this team. We need to draft four more 
Braxton is okay as a rotation, but we won't win until we get serious with our front five. I think Braxton played actually pretty well. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nah, he played, nah, Braxton nah, was somebody. Nah, nah, Braxton played cool. Braxton was somebody who scared me Bla in because he just kept going. Braxton you know, I, I I know where my hands need to be, and I just got to get them there. And yeah. uh, when I get them there, we'll be good. And you know, I thought Braxton actually played really well. Yeah, I like I like Braxton, man. I know he is a big jump from Southern Utah to you know being a starting left tackle in the league, but he played 17 games for you. He understood He's his short. <laughs> shortcomings. He understood what he needed to get better at. And this is going to take a little bit of time for him to improve some of that stuff. But I think you're okay at left tackle. I think he's athletic enough to do the things that you want him to do. Uh, I don't I don't have a, a real issue with Braxton. Jones. No. I talked to him today about the, the the blitzes that he's about to see on Sunday. He was like, man, he's like, I'm studying the tape and you know, I'm trying to piece it all together because I know they come, they throwing a lot of different looks and exotic blitzes at you. So I think, you know, Braxton going to do what he needs to do to continue to improve. I'm not all that concerned. About I think Braxton. even looking right, like the Packers didn't run a ton of basically any, maybe two or three, right, exotic blitzes. Mm -hmm. And Braxton handled them both well. The problem was Cody Whitehair was fighting for his life out there. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to stay stay with uh, – um, well, it wasn't Van Ness. Who was on the other side? Kenny. No, Kenny was nah, on the Kenny right. Clark on the uh, other uh, side. I can't even think of who it was. Right. <laughs> I can't, he I ended can't. up getting a sack. So who got go. the sack that day? Here we go. <laughs> but it's it's just it's just one of those things where it's like the from your center of your line, there's so many questions. I'm mean, yeah. Lucas Patrick was horrible, snapping the football and blocking. That's another question mark that I have on Ryan Pohl's resume mm -hmm. right now. Like mm -hmm. you signed this dude to be our starting center last year. No bueno. <laughs> at all bro at all Muy no bueno um i think that you listen i'm starting to be a little bit concerned about the 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 homework right that they're doing on some of these signings because this nate davis thing this experiment is not experimenting right now like it's not and vrabel told you it's not doing what it needs you to didn't do right call now. his coach at all vrabel told you he was like we don't want guys here that don't practice and it's scary right you 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 did you did all this homework presumably on on Jalen Cargan. So he took him off your board, right? Because right? we did our homework. We didn't like what came back. Y'all didn't do no homework on Nate Davis to find out this dude don't really want to play or practice. Yeah. Like, I can deal with Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's going to be tough because he's going to be good right away. He's a dog. He's a dog. I, I can, But I can deal with that because we all left last season saying the same thing. You got to protect Justin. You have to try and get through. Now, granted, I would have personally took a Broderick Jones. I would like to see. I didn't look at his numbers on uh, on uh, Sunday. I, I don't even know where he at. Where did he end up going? What did he get drafted to? Rams, maybe? Rams. Rams. Broderick? I think Broderick Jones. I, I thought he was in I was like, that's your left tackle of the future. Move Braxton inside. Mm -hmm. Make him your your left guard. Like, mm -hmm. But I, I don't fault the Bears for taking a defensive or an offensive line. I don't fault it either and the process in terms of those two guys and who's the safer pick at the time and just where the Bears locker room is versus where the Eagles locker room yeah, is. I think it's not an apples to apples thing. So even if he goes out and he wins defensive rookie of the year for the Eagles, doesn't necessarily mean he would have done that for the Bears. Yeah. Right? It's a bit of a different situation. But I was like, hey, take Jalen Carter. I was on uh, I was on with uh, JP with Jerry Payton on, on GN Sports and he was like, right before the draft, he's like, who you want? I'm like, take Jalen Carter, and he wanted Will Anderson, so we had this little back and forth yeah. about that at the at, at the time. And I just thought you talk about this cover two defense. Matt Eberflus himself calls it the engine of the defense. Yeah, 
There he is right there, there bro. He there he is right there, bro. Right. And then not only not only was he right there for you at one or three or whatever, you moved all the way back to nine and he was right there for you. When they when they got on the clock at nine and he was there, you I just said, knew he was I, I said Ryan Pose is a genius. <laughs> that's what I, said. I, said, I said he's a genius. I said he moved all the way back to nine, got all these picks, and he still got his dude. And then they moved back to nine. Eagles definitely want to. So we must just don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm not tripping off that, right? I, I do think Darnell Wright needs to be a perennial pro bowler, a 10-year oh, yeah. starter he, for he gotta you. He got to show up. Like, he needs to be all of that. Mm -hmm. but he don't have a lot of help on the left side of him, though. Yeah, he's un, he's unfairly he's unfairly going to be linked to Jalen Carter for his whole career. That's just yes. what it is. Not, it's not Darnell's fault or none of that, but it's, it's just the reality of the situation. I ain't even going to lie to you. I was sitting here talking about the dude that we got coming this week. I was like... I, Broderick's a stealer. He, he must right. not have looked good. Truth. <laughs> Listen, he must not have looked good. Maybe that was a good call. That's why I'm in the GM. Uh, I, I was like, I was like, okay, you don't want Jalen Carter. I get that. Kalijah Kansi might actually be better than Jalen Carter, and you can get him much later in the draft. We could have traded back again. Where and he, got Kalijah Where did he end up going, like 17? I think Kalijah ended up going 17. I thought I thought he was going to fall far enough for us to possibly get him again. I thought we, I thought he was going to fall back so far that we might have been able to, like, to jump up a little back, bit. Like, back like, up. Under yeah. the 27, 28 act. Yeah. Like, I thought he might have been down there. I think he, he went a little earlier than I thought, but he was he he's impressive, man. I he, I looked at him. I was like, oh, this is a dog. Like, I'll take this. And he no, no uh possible uh, homicide or yeah, uh, no vehicular homicide. Side, none of that. All right, let's do it. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like. What you were saying, Ringo? Nah, nah. I was saying I, I was definitely uh that that I that I knew about Kansi, but I I definitely felt like when when the Buccaneers drafted him, I'm like, okay, like you got somebody to go with with, with uh, Vita Vea and Shaquille Barrett. That's nice. I I I knew I knew that that was gonna be I I knew that that was gonna be nice. That was that was gonna be a problem. That's nice. That was definitely gonna be a problem. Next, next I, Vita, I, I do got a crazy. question, bro, and, and that's why I'm so I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, here's the thing. And I kind of feel about this week how I felt about last week. I literally said last week, I said, I did think the Bears would win in both scenarios, but I said it's going to be close or the Bears are going to be able to, like, blow the doors off. Mm -hmm. I think the Bears come into this week because they're going – I do believe they're just going to force feed DJ Moore, like you said. I think they he's going to have, like, 17, 18 targets. He should. He's and he's got the bus with 15 every week. <laughs> you know what he's I mean? He's got the bus with 15 <laughs> targets every week. I think he's going to have, like and, – and you're going to – the Bears are going to be in a position to win because of that. But I think that you can come in there because of how much they're going to blitz, how much they're going to try to attack you. It's going to be deep shots all day. You got to take them. Justin's got to take him. He's he's got to he can't be afraid to go after those shots. And I feel like in week one, the reason Chase Claypool ends up pissed too. off. But the, the deep shot, it was a couple that was there. not many. It was a couple that was there. No but shot. I think I think maybe this is the, the other thing too, and maybe this is kind of how we need to look at it. Maybe Justin was like, I thought we get a few more of these. Like I missed those. I can't miss them now because I'm not gonna get many more. Hit him, and he throws a good deep ball. He does. That's what's correct. Like he throws a good. No, he, really throws, he throws a nice it's deep It's very ball. catchable. It drops down the bucket. Like it's it's what you want on the deep ball. So let's just run some more of those, right? Yeah. He's got to understand though. Against this team, to hit the deep ball, you're gonna have to take that hit, bro. Like you're gonna have to stand in there, be 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 strong in the pocket, take the hit, but deliver the ball down the field. Them 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 shots at your chest don't hurt as bad when you pick up forty yards down the field. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't know if I agree with that, Donna. Hey, them true. shots hurt. Them uh, shots hurt. <laughs> I, I promise you, you get up, you get up a little quicker. Hey, hey you, you get up, you get up a little quicker when you when you look out your ear hole and see that your man's hey, calling hey, 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 like, hey, hey, hold on. Okay. Hey, let me, all right, hey, he was right. gonna be boom. Ah, we scored. Oh, cool. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, we got that thing. Even even seeing from Justin when he had the you dig on the ribs in college when he threw that touchdown and took that shot, he was like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I do I do want to ask uh as as this question though. I, I do want to talk about Roshan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Um so so like a, a lot Start. of talk a lot of talk has been made just in the fourth, you, you know, he comes out and he they said he was literally the only person that showed any type of hard or fight. Where are you on him being the being the number one back for the Bears moving forward? I'll tell you this: I was the last person to get on the Roshan Johnson train because I just okay. didn't understand where all the hype was coming from. It was it was weird to me all this hype around this fourth round pick that was the backup in college and oh he's a great person, a great leader, and the lunch lady likes him and the <laughs> and the training staff likes it him. Was it, it was getting weird. It was getting weird. It was banana. He 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 threw away the coffee cups in the meeting room like. What but you but you want to know what's crazy? Those stories be the stories we talk about when mugs have Hall of Fame careers, and it'd be like it started with the coffee cup. So training, yeah, but you, you don't you don't you don't think no scrub ever threw the coffee cup away? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just like, come on, bro. So I I was just letting, and I was every time I every time I said that I, I don't know what y'all I don't know where all this hype is. I would always say like, man, I hope he's the next great Bears back. I hope we talking about you know Walter Payton, Gail Sayers, yeah. Matt Forte, and Roshan Johnson one day. Like I hope hope that's what we on, but uh. I'm on board now, though. I'm on board now, man. He's impressive. He runs. He runs violent, man. He runs behind his pad. He seeks out the contact. He finishes runs in a way that Khalil Herbert consistently pisses me off by not finishing those. <laughs> I it's think. Bad. I think he tries to score every play. It's, it's and it's bad. just like yeah. weird, bro. Take mm-hmm. the take the three and four. Sometimes you try to you try to take that extra bounce out, and now what could have been three yards is a no game, bro. Oh, he's taking the three. three. We see three, three yards per carry on it. He's taking the three. Extra bounce and it's like, hit it up in there, bro. Yeah. Finish that run and Roshan does that. He put that boy, I asked him, I told him in the locker room today, I said, hey, why did you do that to him? Like, why did you run over number 20 like that, bro? That's not cool, bro. That man got kids <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and a mama or something. Like, that's <laughs> that's not cool, bro. You don't do nobody like that. Yeah. Like, he... That was net. he 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 trucked that dude so bad the dude had to get up on the ground you fight. and tackle him again after the play. He like, yeah, I, I still I still want to tackle you just to prove to myself that I can. I'll take the fifteen <laughs> yards like all that. I, I need to know that I can get you on the ground. We Yo. will forever know the name Rudy Ford because of oh, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I was, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like I didn't know who Buddy was till Roshan ran him over. I that had was, no reason. That to was know. nasty. Nah, right? and I, Chase Claypool flying in the background. Ah, like Jazz I, from Fresh Prince. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> Now I I think I think the biggest thing about Roshan is that you know what what everybody talks about e- even the guys at Texas like we because we make so much hype about Bijan B- Robinson and rightfully so could I mean he, he scored this Sunday but they said that he he wasn't he play. wasn't Bijan's backup he was never Bijan's backup it never it never actually felt like that so I'm actually excited to see if once they do like start him if they start him. What 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 is what they, is gonna bring to the table at this point? They just not starting for the politics. That's the only reason. Like like legitimately, he was out there third and fourth down yeah. for most of the plays. Literally, I, I I keep forgetting who it was, and I I didn't focus in on that play. But the play where Justin rolls out left ends up getting sacked, 
after that, he was the three down back. Yeah. He was like first down, second down, third down, you out there, go. Yeah. Because off of that, the first play he was in there, does a chip block, blocks the heck out of somebody. Yeah. And then goes out and catches a football in the flat. So I, I just, nah, and I he, mean, Ryan Post said it that day though. What did he say? He's like, he's the pill, he's gonna be a pillar of this team. I was like, it's a fourth round pick. He ain't put on pads. It was a lot of hype, but <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to understand. But I also asked him today about, you know, he's he's really good at pass blocking. Like his technique and pass pro is better than any other backs they got. You can just see how he sits down in the chair, keeps his weight underneath him. He doesn't get out over his toes. Yeah, he punches. He's like he comes out and meets you there. Like he's he's really really good at pass pro, and Justin's gonna need somebody to have his back on Sunday out there. Somebody's gonna willing to step in front of them linebackers, can scan the field, can get across the formation, pick up some of those nickel blitzes or whatever it's gonna be. Because Todd Post's gonna bring them all from everywhere. So you need a you need a back in there that's that's uh, willing and able to 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 stand in there and pass pro, and he does it at a very high level. Bro, I swear the craziest thing was uh, when I was looking at the tape. I watched him just maul people on kick returns. Yeah. I was like, dog, like nah, he he under the bro, way. Bro, he blocked somebody. It, it the only way I can describe it tough with everything going on with Michael Lord now, but I always call it the blind side block because mm. man, what we know about that movie now, bro. It's crazy. Uh, but it, it it was a block of like, where were you taking him? Yeah. Like he blocked, home. he blocked home. Like, I'm home. telling you, he needed to go to the bus. Like, he go blocked home, somebody all the way. <laughs> I was just like, bro, that man, like, I felt worse about that than the Rudy Ford here because I was like, he was trying to get off of the block. No, come with me. And Rochelle was like, you coming with me. Come like, with me, man. I, I'm, I'm like high a bouncer. On like, bouncer, you out there. Come on. <laughs> You've had enough. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, but yeah. I told you. Right, right, hey, man, right. where we going? You, 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 you've had, you've had I, enough. Hey, hey, no, you know what that is? That's that uh, Stephen Adams on, uh, on, on, on Tony Bradley, on, on Tony bro. Bradley. Hey, bro. Carry Tony Bradley clean out the league. Nasty man. Uh, like, let's finish whatever it. you need. Hey. Whatever you need, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Run down on kickoff, no problem. You want me to pass pro, no problem. Hey, I want me to you. truck one of these dudes in the next week, no problem. He gonna be on a lot less uh, kickoff moving forward. Yeah. I guarantee that. Yeah. Uh, Super chat came in and said, Pat, do we truly believe Flus was Pole's pick for head coach? I do, because Pole said I'm not coming here if. I can't do what I want. So mm -hmm. listen, he got to hold it. That's that's his pick right now. And I don't know if Flus huh? is. I don't think pause. That's crazy. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. You absolutely excuse, right. Excuse me. Yo, that buddy, was bro. wild, hey, bro. Hey. Um, <laughs> that was true. That was insane. Yo, let's uh transition here. Let's finish it off with this. What? No, that's that's normal. That's fine. Yo, I said finish it off with this. <laughs> nah, that's fine. You tweaking oh, it now. Yo, yo. Oh, hey, 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 hey. You taking right, it too right, far. Right. <laughs> Relax there, Mace. Hey, all right. All right. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. Them dudes make right, the man. pause game hilarious. Oh, bro. I've never even been into the pause thing. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Everything but, is a pause. Take but them dudes, oh, they bro. make it so funny. <laughs> Who was on the show? Was it? Was it Brandon Marshall? When Brandon was Marshall Brandon was hosting, Marshall. yeah, he was and, hosting. And he came in there and he was like, he was like, let's get uh let's get right into Chris Paul. And they was like, that. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that crazy. Yo, I and, said and Brandon Marshall didn't even know what was going. He's like, what? He's like, you let's, Bro, let's get right in there. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about them is that the game doesn't end. Cause the can like they not doing this for the cameras. This is really Ooh, them. They, they don't. So literally, the, the one dude no, come no, in, no, he no got the little, he got the little click clack thing that make you yeah. that sync the audio Take, with right. the yeah. 
And he said, and hey, let's go wider, or uh, let's get wider, Oscar. <laughs> you just see Mace go, hey, yo, that's crazy, dog. You want Oscar to get wider, and you said his name. Hey, they so, <laughs> said his name. They, they, it'd be so funny. Like, they've got me, like, to at least appreciate the game now, because it'd be, it's hilarious when they be doing it, bro. When Justin Fields did it last year, Nobody in the press room even knew what it. it was, bro. So Nobody I, knew what I'm, it was. I'm dying, right? But, so I immediately clip it up and tweet it out like, Justin, you are wild. <laughs> it immediately went viral. Like, three million people watched it. A bunch of players around the league started sharing it. I saw him the next day. I'm like, he just looked at me like, I'm like, bro, you are crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I hope I hope you didn't, I didn't get you in no trouble. He's like, nah, it was hilarious. Bro. He's like, I saw the tweet and everything. I'm like, yo, bro, that's I'm he said. He said, nah, he was like, I went to slide. Because he got like hit, he was getting like hit, he got late. hit late, and he was like, No, nah, I want to slide, you know. And I just felt, you know, the 300 pound guy, you know, come on the back. And he, he was like, Well, pause, he paused himself. <laughs> and so he was like, And so, but nope, I mean, it's it's culturally, there's not a lot of people in the room that <laughs> bro, would get it. Oh, hey, God. Hey, nah, and so they hey. didn't get it. And I was like, Yo, he is crazy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. The one, the one that got, the one that got me and Pat, so when Tevin got drafted. They asked him a question. Oh, he was yeah. like, "Yeah, I made uh, a clip off of that." Oh uh, yeah, what, yeah. What you uh? So what? The, what you looking to do in Chicago? He was like, "Yeah, man. Uh, I'm just coming in and uh, impose my will on another man. Make, <laughs> make sure I dominate him." I was just like, "Hey, hey, hey, bro. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he said. Y'all, uh, I want to impose. I want to impose my will on another man and dominate who? him." Tevin said, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He I'm said, like, and I'm make like, sure that he hey. knows I'm there. He's <laughs> like, "Yo, Tevin, you are wild, bro." <laughs> Bro, that was during COVID too. I was like <laughs> rough in that clip. That's throwback. Bro. I'm like, yo, hey man, that that was. It's so much stuff in there that, like, I will say this about the press room too, being in there, and it's no disrespect to anybody in there. It's because y'all are not of the culture of our culture. Yeah, how would they know? They would. They would have no idea. But I give even, Courtney even credit. The durag thing, no. That's that's what I was yeah. going to point out. The when he brought out crazy. the do rag, and then he was like, I, "But I told her, I was like, you taking it too far." Yeah, I'm like, I'm when like, he got to like much, the bro. pad. You That's see, what, I'm, I'm like, mm, I was like, they much, spin bro. it, bro. But you could just put your do rag on at night and call it a day. You, you, you doing, you doing too much. And people start like TikToking that. It's like you doing too much. You doing too much. You doing too much. I'm like you, you are doing too much. Bro. Hey, Knock bro. it off. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's 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 change gears. Is that a better way no, to no, say no, it? No, you no, no. Uh Tariq Cohen is back in the NFL. Somebody picked him up. Tariq Cohen has been signed by the Panthers. I did not know that. Good. Tariq Cohen is back. I love to see it. I'm Good. not going to lie to you. Uh, he also dealt with the Achilles injury, and I was watching his live while he yeah. worked out and popped it, and I was the saddest person in the world. It wasn't cool. He just came back from that long knee. Bro, I was crushed. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, man. I hope I hope he uh I hope he can be I hope he can be, you know, some semblance of, of the dynamic playmaker that he was. Not right now, because I need him to go 0-17. I was going to say, now here's know. the question. <laughs> How successful do we want Tariq to be in this mug? Because realistically, not only uh, do we need them to lose as much as possible, and they look like they're willing to oblige with that. They look yeah, real bad. Yeah. But they play us. <laughs> yeah, no. And you know that that's a game that Tariq already got circled. Yeah, he come to Soldier Field. Did you hear the last you did? Nah. Tariq said... They cut me at right after I bought a house. Hey, listen, I, <laughs> Tariq don't need to trip about that. He he did well. <laughs> like when I'm and I mean he just got really lucky and really smart. Some yep. combination thereof. He signed that extension right before his injury. Yep. And it was like, whoo, 
I'm glad you got some money, bro. Yeah. I'm glad you got some guaranteed money because two weeks later, you would have just been You'd have been done, done for without yeah. the bread. So I was glad he had got the guaranteed money right before that happened. He had uh I mean Ryan Pace is giving it to everybody pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, We're not gonna pause that. <laughs> Just bro, crazy. Like, like, yo, yo. Oh, yo. All right, I gotta I'm get up so, out of here, bro. Like, hey, yo. <laughs> yo, I'm having a tough end to the what episode. That could have been women, though. That, that could have been good. You were talking that. about Tariq Cole. I was. Hey, nah, hey, nah, hey, hey. I'm going to get up out it's of here, man. Game, man. Hey, we appreciate y'all for Hey, I love it, though. Hey. This is the tough part, right? I just be like, I got to roll through them because, like, all you can do is go. In sports, just, just that's all. Bro, in sports, there's nothing. Bro, we started playing the PGA game. Yeah. It's nonstop pause. Oh, it's nothing. You it's, can't, bro. It's like it's like uh, it's a lot big, of balls in the how hole. How big a club you want to use on this? Yeah. One? <laughs> what? <laughs> how many strokes you down? <laughs> what, bro? Like we started playing that, and I was like, we gotta go pat like a fun size. I see. What are you what? talking about? This? <laughs> hey, 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 about hey, oh, oh, my god. Oh, oh, god. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, man. Oh. Before we get up out of here, y'all drop y'all drop any questions y'all got for Herb, man. Yeah, I, for sure. I can, I y'all, love- I, I give y'all run five, ten minutes to, to dr- throw some questions in there. Mike Davis has said there's no stopping pause, Pat. <laughs> once, it's, once it's gone, it's gone. Hey, man. What? I used to always be so anti-pause, but I like, for real. And the pause game the, is what it is, so it made it funny to me. I can't lie. Bro, like, the pause game be hilarious. It's, it's, but it's I, I, I think I think what makes something so funny is that, like, New, New York literally pauses everything. Everything, bro. Yeah. Dame Dash so, was doing that, like, like late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. They was pausing stuff. Jay Z paused a couple things on like in, in a verse or two. I'm like, yeah, I didn't even know what they was on back then. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve O said you got to be here for the Raptors game when we live call Bulls Raptors. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, I, I'm I definitely already, calling I that one. Did that I couldn't. I, yeah, because uh, the Raptors gra- drafted Grady Dick, <laughs> bro. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, nah. <laughs> who hey. was it? They the, 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 is what it is. They did that too because somebody, not, who not, was yeah, not, oh, not, Fat not, Joe, not, not, that was Fat yeah, Joe, Fat Joe, they made so much fun of it. He said, I love Dick from Kansas. That feels like, yo, there's so many different ways. Hall of Fame pause that you that's Hall of Fame pause, Hall of Fame pause. I'm sitting there calling the game, I'm like, yo, I can see why. I can see why this game would be different. Bro, it's going to be hilarious, bro. I was just praying to God that we didn't sign Christian Wood because I was like, oh, Wood man. blocks dick. Oh, like, nah, man. bro, that's crazy. I'm like, yo. OG Mr. Clutch says, with Fields admitting he wishes he was more aggressive on some of his – oh, the question's coming in. Now, hold up. Uh, on some of his plays he made on Sunday, does that make it sound more of the game plan or personal issues for Fields? Yes. <laughs> it's a both and conversation. It's never either or, right? So I, you know, I, I put a little bit more of the responsibility on the Packers game, uh, on the coaching and the game plan itself. That's none of that is to absolve Justin of his mistakes. Justin was bad. He missed some dudes. Yeah. He there was some throws that, that he needed to make. There's some plays I'm sure he won't back. You took that sack for no absolutely re- no reason at all. You threw that egregious pick six. Like there's some things he needs to do better. He knows that. I, I'm not absolving him of anything. It's a both end conversation. In that particular game, I thought the game plan was a little bit more flawed than the execution. I, I'll agree with that 100%. Uh, Hefe Feisman says, uh, if we have another horrendous season, is Caleb Williams on the table? I would probably – I would say, yeah, he would be on the table, right? That's um, why you position yourself with the picks, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. Exactly, right? You want to – and you just keep watching the Panthers. They might give you the number one pick for, like – 
no, like legit, they might give you the number one pick. So, yeah, yeah. um, I think it, I think it'll be on the table, but I think it's more so predicated on Justin's performance, even more so. Like they like if they like six and eleven, but he actually you know looks good, improved and played well. Then I, I would say they probably are more likely to stick with him and and, and pick up his fifth fifth year rookie option. But if he's if he if he if he puts out twelve more like Sunday, then now here's the tough part. Right? I know what's we talked. What's the uh, what's the threshold realistically, right? Because if he throw two hundred fifty yards a game, yeah, he's our first four thousand yard passer. Yeah, <laughs> like what's realistically the threshold on if he gets it or not? Because you gonna you gonna draft the QB with your first four thousand yard pass? I think no, you're not. I think it's I think it's situational, right? Yeah. Like like how is he? in late half situations right yeah. what does he do uh situationally in terms of making the throws he needs to make being smart being on time with the football how accurate is he when he needs to make that you know 13 yard out from the opposite hash like those types of things are what sustains drives and moves the ball down the field late when it's a you get the ball and it's a minute and 13 left and you need 50 yards for a field goal realistically the can we, we saw go last get that? season yeah like the, literally the things we saw last season that we were like oh if equinamia catch that we we win this game yeah if uh isaiah smith, smith marset or Mazar doesn't doesn't not go out of bounds like a cluck uh that was we, the, oh hey, yo he he is he, somebody oh. said he with the steelers or the 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 he came from the chiefs right no Bruh. he came from the vikings that nah, was so crazy man, and what was what, what man, was what that week leading into that Minnesota game, he was like, uh, he was in the locker room, and I can't remember which player it was, but all the reporters was having a scrum at his locker. And I don't go do those, so I just kind of hang back and go talk to somebody else. But he was like, man, he's like, how come y'all don't ever? He was just joking. He's like, how come y'all don't ever come all y'all scrum in my locker like this? Right. Little does he Ke know. Careful what you ask for, bro. <laughs> hey, yo, because, hey, because the scrum was there after what? In Minnesota, as soon as the doors open, 50 people in your face, cameras and lights. What's up, bro? <laughs> we here now. And you was in on that scrum, we wasn't you? <laughs> I, I still don't feel, but we here now. Like, what's what's good, bro? That was terrible. Oh man. man. Uh, somebody else asked the good. Will Tevin Jenkins return? Make this O line play better? Yeah, absolutely. I think Tevin Jenkins may be their best lineman uh, right now. Hopefully, Darnell Wright develops into that. But I think right now, I think Tevin Jenkins is probably their best lineman. So I think you put him in there, uh, reinsert him back at left guard, move Cody, you know, in the center. And I think that improves this offensive line, not, not only because you have the individual that Tevin Jenkins can be. Again, I think he can be a pro bowl left guard in this league. I think he has that kind of ability. He just can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. If he is healthy, he absolutely improves this line. It's, it's the part that sucks is just like if you're waiting for Tevin to come back, you got problems. Yeah. You, you're waiting for your left guard to be the answer. And realistically, left guard wasn't your worst problem. Now, granted, right, like, no, Nate Davis got to play. He got to be good. Because what's he the boy, be. Dan, Dan Feeney? Like yeah, he, not, I'm going to tell you all this right now. I, as excited as Bears fans got, he ain't the answer. I don't care if he is from here. No, that's not for real, bro. Dan Feeney was a nice backup. Yeah, that's not for real. That was a cool that was a cool depth piece. Yeah, that's all I want him to be, too. You know what I'm saying? That's it. We don't need, we don't need that. You need Co put Cody in the center, get Tevin on the left, Nate Davis get together on the right, yeah. and then start to get some reps with those guys so they can develop some continuity. And I think you end up with a solid line by the time this season is over. That's that's the goal, man. Listen, at the end of the day, the end of the year is what matters most. Hopefully the Bears are in a position to do something at the end of the year. We appreciate you guys 
for tuning in and showing love. As always, appreciate her for coming through and rocking with my us. My pleasure, man. my brother. Love to have you back on at a minimum just to just to sit you. here Let and talk know. about all the pause games, up. bro. Yeah, that's like, crazy. That, man, that's crazy. Bro. And the pause is crazy. Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, for uh, Stefan Adon in the back, always showing love out here. And Herb Howard, it's your boy Path the Designer, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Stop playing with us, man. Peace. Pause. It's crazy. Super crazy. Pause.